Welcome back, everyone, to another Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I am James Matamontamagno. And I am Michael BBQ Rivet. Ooh, happy Memorial Day, barbecuing it up. Yeah, barbecue. Happy, I guess, is that, do you say happy Memorial? I don't know. Is it, I mean, it's a Memorial Day, so I don't know if you say happy or good Memorial Day to you, but uh, to any of our veterans, well, I guess it's not veterans. It's it's in memorial to any of the men and women that lost their lives. And then Veterans Day is to anybody acting or future or whatever. So I guess it's in memory of anybody that lost their lives serving the country. And as ever, most people know, it's like the unofficial kickoff to summer for us, if, we, if you're in the States, I guess. Yeah, it's a big barbecue adventure. We, we were talking about this uh, earlier, Heather and I we were talking about well, what do you even do on Memorial? It's a very like everyone's like happy America. It's like America. This, yeah, that, like you know, a Fourth of July type thing. It's like a pre four. It's like an early Fourth of July in memory of. And it's also a barbecue kickoff. So everyone's selling barbecue and having barbecue sales. Yep. Um, Putting the boats gonna... in on the lakes and all that kind of stuff. All of the yeah. summer stuff kicks off unofficially Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. And I did some hikes. We went out hiking. We went on an American National Park America tour. It was great. Yeah, America. you were telling. We were talking a little bit before the show started. Uh, we we're chatting about the, the saw some of the photos. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. I was saying for me, did uh, did some barbecuing with the family. Did some lake house stuff and did some motorcycle riding today and looking at sailboats. So I mean it. It was a, a Memorial Day to remember. Yeah, that's uh, that was very America. Of yeah. You. So yeah. Well, happy. Uh, it's not happy. I guess it's not happy. I don't I mean, know what you say. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what you say either. Well, it's uh, by the it's time Memorial you listen <laughs> to this, it's Wednesday, so it doesn't. It, it's oh, it's already happened. So, anyways, uh, this is a big week of news and some special things because somebody got to play mario kart oh i'm so i can't wait to chat about this and and i'm i'm excited because we have some news from other sources so i'm excited to get your take on it and then see where you think this is going to go based on what the other sources are saying because i'm a little concerned little concerned of once again ios apparently we did not get the beta and i i kind of had that feeling because a lot of people were saying oh i got a beta i got a beta and i'm like are you on android yeah okay apparently it ain't coming from me but um yeah i'm excited to get your 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 input yeah, and i will talk a little bit why that is the case uh too if you're not an android user why you don't get to have the fun but there is a lot of things happening literally this week uh nintendo announced that there'll be two pokemon events a brand new pokemon direct pre-e3 on June 5th, 2019 at 6 a.m. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, which, which makes sense because it's done in, you know, probably from Japan. So yeah. you want to do it you know, for everyone. And that's fine because it's 9 a.m. for you. You'll be up. This is going to be roughly 15 minutes of new info. It's going to be all about the new Pokemon game. This is also reminiscent of sort of what they did last year. They did this little, they kind of pre upped let's go you know in, mm-hmm. in a way they had this press conferencing and that a nintendo direct so it's going to be 15 minutes it's going to be all about pokemon sword and shield but literally the day yesterday we we, we recorded one day before this happened there was a pokemon press conference uh the press conference it's going to be live streamed on twitch so it already happens we'll be watching it we might do a special one mm-hmm. this weekend 
maybe have some of our friends uh, on. Uh, but it's going to cover, this is what the announcement was. So we don't know. It already happened. You already know what happened. So we can't really get too excited. But it says, we'll cover a number of topics of interest to Pokemon fans. Right. Cool. Okay, I like the Pokemon Direct that's talking about Sword and Shield kind of blows my mind because now that's 15 minutes of new information weeks before E3. Yeah. So one thing is like, do they have so much information that they just need to get it out even and then talk about it at E3? Or do they have so much they already want to talk about at E3 that they don't even want to discuss Pokemon at E3? Like, could that even be possible? Like, they're doing its own direct. Will it not be at E3 this year? I don't know. Uh, it'll just be playable, I guess, similar to Let's Go Pikachu Eevee. What this could mean is it could be an announcement of a new mobile game. It could be an announcement. There's two Pokeballs in the sort of uh, press conference thing. There's a Pokeball and a Great Ball. So that literally tells us nothing. There is a map of the world behind it, though. Okay, in this uh, little thing. So maybe it is something about a global something. I, I don't know. Mm. Again, it literally has already happened. So we can't really, I don't want to talk too much about it because it sucks that we recorded on Monday and not on Tuesday. Yeah. But I'm interested. Mean? So the Pokemon press conference, I'm saying that's going to be the app that's coming out. Mm, yep. The new app whatever that we've been hearing rumors about Pokemon direct. Obviously we know is sword and shield. I'm amazed that that's happening. I'm excited that it's happening. I, I mean, we know the game. Well, I guess we don't have an official date for the release, but it's going to be November. They would not announce like anything sooner. So it just, it just kind of blows my mind that there's going to be a Pokemon direct about sword and shield this close to E3. I'm excited for both. Give me all the Pokemon news. Get it out of the way so you can have even bigger hitters coming out at E3. That's what I'm hoping, right? Yeah. Maybe there's something so big that we're not even thinking. Like, I don't know what would be bigger than Pokemon news, but maybe they figure people already are aware of this announcement, so they don't want to weigh down E3. I don't know. It's pretty interesting. I, uh, I bet that what? they do some DLC for Let's Go. That That's sort of maybe in this press conference, it's all about, hey, we're going to be doing this mobile game we're adding more dlc we're doing this thing we're doing another hmm. detective pikachu movie just in general i remember last year's press conference being weird there was like a powerpoint presentation and other things so it could just be like that but uh we will have a recap of all of it in a, in a special nintendo dispatch but i am excited for the direct i want to see 15 minutes of this game and see how it plays and me too and, and i want to see more about it yeah so i'm in Anyways, Pokemon. Yeah. Got to catch them. Definitely. Yeah. So now this is something interesting. Right now we've got news coming out of Belgium that they are shutting down Animal Crossing Pocket Camp and Fire Emblem Heroes. Uh, this is actually because Belgium has a new, I guess, law maybe that's in place that is um, restricting or shutting down or getting rid of any loot boxes. That's their stance on loot boxes. We don't like it. We don't. We consider it, I guess, gambling maybe or something mm -hmm. to that extent. So they're they're just kind of getting rid of that. And I guess this impacts those games. Both of those games have premium currency, much like Dragalia Lost or any of the other kind of gotcha games that are out there. Which means you pay real money to buy games or items in the game. But the real issue is that each game has this gotcha style, which is that you're paying real money or the premium in-game currency to buy 
these these loot boxes, these blind boxes, so that you're paying money to buy something that you don't really know what's in it, and then you take this chance and you may get something epic or legendary or maybe common and boring. And the games keep pushing you to buy these loot boxes so that you can get this good stuff, which means you have to pay more real money. So Nintendo Belgium said, you know, because of this sort of unclear situation going on in the country, we are taking these games off the market. Um, Basically, Sorry, you know, if you've got, I guess, if you've got orbs, if you've got things already in those games, you can still use them until the service runs out. But ultimately, you're you're not going to be able to play that game anymore. And this is going to go into effect Tuesday, the 27th of August this year. So it's pretty interesting. It is unclear as why Nintendo is acting um, on this market and not other markets, because in addition to Belgium doing this, this, this happened back in April of 2018. So they're acting now you know which is kind of strange but it was also in the netherlands very shortly after that the same kind of law went into effect but there's been no word of anything getting shut down in anywhere else so it's not clear why what made it happen maybe it's just sort of somebody got pressured uh but yeah it's they're taking a stance against that so i would assume no no more dragalia loss at some point there and in a lot of cases, I would assume no more uh, Mario Kart would probably be happening. Never there. happening. Never happening. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. I, I think that I don't have any problem. It, intrinsically, at the core of it, I have no problem with loot boxes necessarily. I like the idea of kind of this, you take a chance and maybe you keep earning it. I don't like paying real money in order to do the loot boxes. I think loot boxes are kind of fun. It's kind of like Magic the Gathering. You're you pay money to get this card and maybe you get a good card, but you're still gambling. Essentially, you're still paying money for to do this. And I just don't think that's right. Yeah, it. I don't I don't uh, agree that it's right either. When there are kids that or adults that may spend a lot of money on them, not knowing the situation, uh, I'm against the pay for for winning scenario. And we'll talk about a game that came out earlier, which I've decided not to go all in on because I'm pretty sure it's going to be in the same camp. Uh, Whereas why we like Fortnite so much, right? It's not a pay to pay to win. It is a pay to cosmetic, get cosmetics, which is fine. That's fine. If you want to pay your money to have a certain outfit or whatever, great, but you're not literally winning because you're paying. money. Yeah. And we'll talk about Mario Kart later and how this sort of impacts that. So yeah, uh, Big time, I think. Some other to be worried about news, uh, and it has not been officially put into place or anything like that. But uh, a few weeks ago or last week or so, there was there's been a lot of talk about the trade war and the trade tariffs that have been going on between the U.S. and China. So this has a lot of impact on electronics. This was the biggest one coming coming over. Uh, that has gone into effect uh, already. Uh, And I watched a lot of videos just on that because it impacts a lot of small businesses. And there, it was specifically around components that you are importing into the country. So if you don't know how a trade tariff works, it's like one country can say, if you're going to import this into our country, then somebody has to pay X tax onto it, right? So if company uh, A in the United States wants to import a bunch of circuit boards, they need to pay on... if based on if those parts are on there, whatever parts are on there. Uh, 
now that's not on packaged goods. So for instance, if Apple makes everything, the finished product in China, which is what they do, and then ship it into the United States, they don't pay any tariffs on that currently. Now, there is a consideration, though, from the current administration and the Office of the United States Trade Representative, whatever that is, that they are proposing a new tariff up to 25% on even more products uh, coming across. And this would be the largest um, um, tariff that was come in. And specifically, in this huge list of affected products includes video game consoles, game controllers, and coin-op arcade games. This is extremely problematic because unlike the past, uh, where Nintendo made all of their consoles in Japan, they've shifted heavily over to China, which means that if this proposed tariff goes into effect, which is has a deadline of June 17th, we could be seeing hikes coming across, or Nintendo and Microsoft and Sony will all have to eat a huge tariff cost. And to me, this also impacts coin-op arcade games. Are you serious? Not like the arcade game industry has enough problems to worry about. (laughs) It's hard enough to get a barcade going in Seattle. Jeez, come on. So I don't want to go too much. We don't get to like to get too political, but be aware that this is something that is is happening. So call your local representative. That's what I say. Yeah. I mean, this is definitely, even the Nintendo president himself has said, you know, they don't know. They don't know what's going to happen ultimately, and they're keeping an eye on it. And I, I think that's scary that there's a lot of people that just are not sure. Yeah. And these things all trickle down to the consumer. That's always what happens. The consumer kind of takes a lot of the hit on these, you know, political kind of back and forth. And uh, hopefully, hopefully something gets worked out when we don't have that. But in some fun news and some cute news, Detective Pikachu, we all know those character designs were amazing. Well, the creator of that actually went through and started making more of them. Stephen Molyneux actually went through with the artist that did it all, started translating even more. There's Eevee, there's Squirrel, there's all these different ones. They are absolutely uh, – Squirrel's a little creepy, but Eevee's gorgeous. The, most of them are just really, really cute and wonderful. It, it makes me want this game now at this point like i see these character designs and 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 to be fair molyneux did this also with some visual effects studio called bad clay as well as a freelance sculptor abner marin so we wanted to make sure we give a shout out to all these people that are working and making just amazing designs and uh yeah they're 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 pretty fantastic they look so good that we need this kind of a video game next because they're just amazing. I want them to be wallpapers. Like they're they're almost oh, yeah. high res enough where I think you could make your wallpaper. Some of them are weird dimensions, like slacking, mm. who is like in a bar or whatever. Just ab- <laughs> I mean, these are just stunning, just beautiful. They're beautiful. They're absolutely beautiful. Can you imagine this be the new Pokemon game though? If you're like, oh my gosh, just sort of this live action Pokemon, or or not even that. Okay, say this is what we get when we get the next Pokemon Go. Yeah, right. Wow. This is the AR version. Now we're getting these real sculpted 3D models of Pokemon walking around in the real world. Oof, that'd be that'd be fantastic. Now, in addition to that, we've got some, and I think universally like agreed and wonderful news sonic the hedgehog has been officially delayed until 2020 and as we all know the trailer came out everybody absolutely hated 
the design of Sonic. It looked just terrible. So the game was, or the movie was originally supposed to be released in November 2019. It has now been pushed officially until February 14th. 2020 uh and this was all confirmed with a tweet from the director jeff fowler so and also it's it's important to mention that in that tweet it's an it's a it's drawn but sonic has a glove as opposed to the weird furry white hands so maybe they're even fixing that maybe he's even got his signature gloves on Mm. in the redone version of sonic so we can keep our fingers crossed hopefully they fix this beloved character yeah, the thing with this movie is <laughs> are they only going to tweak the visual design or are they going to change any of the story? And it doesn't sound as if they're going to do that. So they're going to spend a year just updating CG. I I think they're only going to affect Sonic's character. Like that's and the story itself is going to be the story, which I don't even I didn't even feel like that was good. If Sonic at least looks better, I think people would be better about it. I just don't think it's going to be a Detective Pikachu. No, nothing will be. This 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 is just not. And, and it coulda. It you have a great character. You just needed to like. You, you could have just done something. I mean, we we talked about Detective Pikachu had the 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 world was built correctly. You know, you had Pokemon walking around, you had all this atmosphere. Sonic is just seems so out of place. It doesn't feel like the games. It just doesn't. It just doesn't feel like what people know it for. So I I don't know. I let's start with Sonic, I guess, and we'll hope for the no, best. It is it's the perfect <laughs> Valentine's Day movie. So if you want to take your loved one to a Valentine's Day movie, you're good to go. They'll, they'll love it. There's Sonic. You already have your Valentine's Day for 2020. Locked plan. in. Locked it in. You're welcome, Heather. You're I welcome. I opened up the Adam app and booked my movie tickets. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's move on to one of the most exciting things that I tweeted about from last week is that I got into the Mario Kart Tour beta for Android. Yes. What? It happens. Bring on the questions. What do you got? I, well, all right. Just tell me. I, I want to know. I want to know your thoughts, and then we'll get into like the breakdown of what some other outlets. I know that there was an NDA, so you can't really get super specific. Which apparently we are not. It's all from other sources. We're reporting <laughs> what they decided to share. Um, but I just wanted to get your overall like impressions mm-hmm. because it seemed like you were into it, and I don't know if you played it longer and kind of started getting a bad vibe. Um, my impress, my, I let's go over there. Tell me what you okay. think. Okay. So yeah, I was really excited. Cause I'm like, I'm going to get on Twitch. I'm going to live stream it. And then yeah, you're not, you're not supposed to share any video <laughs> or, uh, photos, which I did not. Yeah. So I did take a screenshot of that. I was in the beta and that was it. So I didn't share anything, but I did send a few text messages to you with about a hundred snapshots of the game. I, yes, I did get to see some, but they were not and, shared. They were not shared, and at least publicly. Yeah. So there were people that I think recorded videos. I mean, that's it is inappropriate. Inappropriate, to be honest with you. I mean, you're lucky that you're in this beta. You should respect it. But we know that people are gonna They're not go and gonna, do it. Yeah. Now there was nothing about not talking about it. There wasn't like a harsh NDA. From what oh, okay. I read, it just said you can't share video or photos, okay. which seems legit. Now the game is a one finger Mario Kart game. Ugh. Okay. Uh, now, it, okay. Now, bear with me. So, 
the game first plays beautifully, mm-hmm. looks beautiful, mm-hmm. loads extremely quick, is super duper fun, and is different, very different, but similar to Mario Kart that you know and love. So the game is broken down into these different kind of circuits, if you will, very much like the normal game, but there's 20 or 30 of them. There's so many different circuits inside of each circuit. There's three different challenges where you're trying to get different scores. And this is where the game gets is very different. So normally you're just trying to win the race in Mario Kart, but in Mario Kart tour, you get points for everything that you do. And you're trying to achieve a high score based on if you're on 50cc, 100cc, 150cc, or even 200cc. So you start slow and then you, I've already unlocked 150cc. And the cool part with the game is that when you hit someone with a banana or if you hit someone with fireballs, you get points for that. When you do jumps or you collect coins, you get points for that. Mm-hmm. And when you come in different places, you get points. And at the end... You sometimes don't even need to come in first place uh, to, to get a mass amount of points to unlock either one to five stars. And those stars are how you unlock um, more courses, more challenges, and additionally, how you level up through the game. So that's like the, the first part of like how the game is structured. And each of those circuits, there's four sections. Three are three are races and then one is super fun they should totally add this to the main game it's a challenge so it'll be beat mega bowser or um avoid all the goombas there's goombas all over the course and you got to avoid them or collect 100 coins you know uh very fun yeah uh, just in general so the gameplay itself super fun you control with one finger you uh left right you tap it to shoot uh to shoot uh, 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 uh one of your items now there's all the items are pretty much there i think there might be one or two new items but they're all pretty much there and you can slide boost so you kind of do a hard boost um that's there there are tilt motion but the game is played in portrait mm. which threw me which threw me but then made a lot of sense when you're doing the finger and you know nintendo loves one finger games like super mario run they're all about one finger mm-hmm. Uh, each course is only two laps. It's kind of weird, not three, two. Uh, but I will say for a mobile game, I found it really, really fun because the games are really, really short. So you're in and out in under a minute or two and they're high action, high pace, just stuff's happening nonstop. And it gets real fun when you're at 150 CC. So uh, that's that. Now, some of the like as you're going through the circuits, the circuits themselves have different sort of attributes to them. So you might be playing at Peach's um, Castle or Toad's Circuit, and if you play as that character, which you have to unlock via many a ways, which I'll talk about, um, uh, basically you kind of get a boost. Like you might be faster if you pick a cart that's associated with it. You might get more items so you can have one to three items when you get a block and you always get a block no matter what like even if you're directly in front of me it doesn't matter you just still get the block Hmm. which is kind of weird but uh makes some sense for mobile i guess so you get all these different kind of power-ups which feels weird compared to normal mario kart on the switch uh, or wii u because you just pick a character and they're kind of all the same so they're all 
doesn't really matter. Um, there isn't any motorcycles or anything like that. They're just normal carts. And then as you're going through, you kind of unlock these bonuses and gliders and all these things organically by leveling up your characters, getting different stars. But there are these green gems, Michael. Mm. There are these. There's <laughs> this, coins. This must be the premium currency. This is the premium currency, and you do unlock this. And then uh, there is a fun part, which is you can cash in one or forty-five of them to either get one or ten spins at at a at a. Uh, warp pipe and you it's like a it's like a random you just win something randomly so through that there's a hundred different unlockables or so that they they have and uh, as you unlock more you get different stuff so you, you can buy the in the beta you can't buy anything so okay. you, you just play straight across um which is there but then there's other random modes too so you can you can get like tickets to you like win tickets to upgrade your gliders you can buy those with coins so there's coins and gems. I don't know if you can buy coins, but you can definitely buy gems because there's a button for it, but you can't do it. Uh, and then coins are fun because there's all a bunch of different mini games where you can get them. And you can also take those gems and trade them in for a gold rush, like solo, where you're just collecting coins randomly. It's really fun. Uh, so some of those things I wish were in the main game. So they give purpose to the coins, like when you're collecting them. And then there's also challenges like Fortnite challenges. Every week there's a whole new round of challenges and you cool. unlock badges and stuff. So it's like, oh, play as uh, a baby character and get 100 coins. And you're like, oh, I got to you know, do this and decide where you're going to go. There's a, def- a bunch of different weird things. I feel like they just threw a bunch of different paywall areas against. Like mm. you can only race so many times because you only have so many hearts. And once those hearts expires, you got to wait for them to replenish. Now, I've never run out of hearts, but maybe further on I will. Um, there's once you unlock a new circuit, sometimes you have to wait an hour. Why? I don't know. It just says it's being <laughs> under construction. I don't know why I just played for it. You know, whatever. So I did play it a lot. I've played through tons of the game, really enjoyed it. Um, the game is super smooth. You're playing with people around the world. There's no solo play. It's just all online. So in the beta, you're actually playing other beta players then. at real people, Nice, real people. Yeah. Every, everything is a real person. Uh, and it's fun. I, I've win a lot, which is really fun. Yeah. I lose a lot too. And that's really fun too. Uh, it's actually really frustrating when you lose, you get very upset because <laughs> like, oh, there's only two laps. And that's the problem with the blue shell is why two, two not just the, u- the us- usual, th- like three laps, you know, even cause even that, what's that add another couple minutes, minute. maybe like another yeah. minute. I mean, th- that's okay. So here's my thing. It seems like overall it's a thumbs up for now. Mm-hmm. The paywall stuff. That's mobile games at this point. It seems like they're, you're not getting a mobile game without having some kind of. I, I in this case, I, I almost went. They wish they went the Super Mario Run like route with it. Give you a beta mm-hmm. or test period where you get maybe one level, and then you decide if I want to buy the full game because I, I just like these games could be so good. And then you could have maybe DLC stuff that gets applied. Maybe new cards open up yeah. if you want to keep making money you could in theory give new route like you said it starts with 30 different uh like different racetracks yeah it could have started with 10 you could have gave five if you wanted another dollar or so i don't Mm -hmm. know but i i just wish you know that the the nickel and diming people for that sort of like we just talked about that gotcha mechanic is a little shady 
when it comes to, in this case, a win or lose scenario. Because now you're going up against people that maybe have the right cart because they got the, the they paid enough money and now they have the benefit over you who just decided not to pay as much as them. It's no longer cosmetic. It's actually the pay to win. And that's the problem. Now, this is beta. So there's a chance they could get some feedback. I don't see that happening. But they they could rein in these mechanics and maybe get rid of some aspects of it. I Again, I don't see that happening. But it's the pay-to-win mechanic that is so shady. And it's unfortunate because I do see this hurting this game in the long run, if that's the case. But who knows? I mean, look at Fire Emblem. That game is like the number one mobile game in the world, basically. So... I don't know. What do you think? Overall, it's going to do well. You think people are going to get into it at first and then it dies off, kind of like Dragalia Lost? Yeah. Uh, hard to say. I do enjoy I, I've enjoyed it. I go back in. It doesn't inundate you with notifications or things like that that I've seen. Um, yeah. Overall, I feel pretty good about it. And it worked really good on my LTE everywhere out on the island. So even when I had one bar, I felt good in general. Now, I I do have some fears. I have fears about the fact that different carts and different gliders give you different power-ups. And you can only, you can, everyone can unlock them. But if you wanted to just give Nintendo all of your money, right, mm-hmm. then you would get. Now, in this beta, no one can buy anything. So everyone's pretty equal. Yeah. So uh, that's my, I would I would rather do that. Now, that being said, it's a very, very very good game like i'm very impressed and i hate mobile games you know i hate mobile games mm-hmm. but i do like nintendo and i like nintendo stuff but this one feels like i could i could play it quite often but again you know how often do i play mario kart on my switch never so sure that's the other part well i'm excited I'm, i can't wait to get a chance to play it um because i'm sure much like i said with dragalia loss i really loved it initially and then after a while it was kind of just the same thing over and over yeah. and i think that's what hurt the game yeah. because it, it really didn't demand a lot of my money i checked it i think a couple of days ago and i had a few 10 spin tokens that were just given to me as gifts and everyone gave me two or more epic mm. uh like drops so it was kind of like Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I got a dragon. I got a new fighter. I get, and it's I barely ever play it. So I I feel like they're very generous in that game. Uh, so it wasn't that that turned me off to it. It was just the same thing over and over. The story every every event that happened every month was the same story, just different artwork. Yeah. But it was the same thing. You're going to this village and you're doing this and you're helping these people. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Where I I would love that game to be a, a more fleshed out IP. Mario Kart. I love Mario Kart. I would love to try this out. I, I think most mobile games, if not all mobile games, are pretty shallow. So you kind of get sick of them pretty quickly. Uh, they're disposable. They're meant to make their money quick and then kind of fall away. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm excited. I hope it does really well. I think if anybody's going to do mobile right, it's still going to be Nintendo. So we shall see. Yeah, I, don't know. I agree. Yeah, it's a wait and see game because until it is out, we can't judge it. And I can't do crossplay yet because like you said it's not an ios now this is this is an this is an ios apple thing so if people don't know how the app store works google is very open Uh, like literally there's a few ways to do betas so you can have an open beta where anybody can just click a button they're in the beta download the app from the app store 
or probably how this worked is Nintendo added a bunch of emails into the list and then only that email can unlock it. So that's one way of doing it. And you can add as many as you want. And Apple side, they have issues. Like if you have an enterprise account, you could ship a game out and have anyone download it and kind of there's a few ways to get in, but then Apple can revoke that. That happened to Facebook a few times. Um, whereas if you use their open platform, you can only add like, I think it's 10,000 people or something. And that's not quite enough for them to even really want to do it. So that's why you don't get it, but we'll wait and see until we have everything, uh, it's out there, but I'm excited to play. Although there's no friends list. There's no from, there's no, like, I can't race you. So I'll probably have a code. Yeah. You and I will have codes we can share. That's, that's what Nintendo loves. Anyways, on to the (laughs) new accessories and products, because there's a lot of them this week, Michael. There's a lot of them this week to talk about. The the first one I wanted to mention, and this I think is something that would be amazing for you in particular, but me, because it's something I really have been wanting. We discussed it when it was before you couldn't pre-purchase or anything like that now, but the face off deluxe uh, plus audio wired controller from PDP has now gone into pre-order. So you'll be able to pre-order it and it will be out on the 22nd. This is an actual, it's a wired controller. And I know that's a huge turnoff to a lot of people. A couple of the articles I was going through, everyone's like, nah, I'll never use wired. For me, I really don't okay. care. I have no problem with wired controller. Um, but the nice thing about this is it has audio jack in the controller, much like an Xbox or a PlayStation controller does now, it looks just like your pro controller, but it has a, an actual audio jack for headphones and integrated audio controls. So that is a huge selling factor because when I have my Switch in the dock and maybe I want to be playing with you and I don't have my phone sitting right here, I can now just plug in a pair of a headset and you and I could be chatting on Fortnite in game and I can actually hear what's going on. Maybe, you know, we're getting to summertime, maybe the AC's on or somebody's got a fan going or there's loud cars going by. I can actually have headphones, mm-hmm. which is a huge plus when it's docked because there's no other way to do it unless you have Bluetooth and all kinds of dongles and things hanging off. So I'm excited for this. It is licensed by Nintendo. It comes in black camo, blue camo, purple camo, red camo. You get all your camo. Uh, and it's going to be $25. So it seems very reasonable. I'm sure it doesn't have rumble. I don't really care. It looks just like the pro controller. Uh, I don't know how nice, you know, because it'd be like a cheap plastic. I mean, they're all plastic, but it could feel cheap. I don't know. I want to get my hands on it, but I'm excited for 25 bucks. I think it's... I don't know. I, I want to have someone with built-in headset, and this could be it. I already pre-ordered it. I got the Ooh. purple camo. Oh, nice. I was, I was, I like the black mm. and the red camo for myself. I was between the. They're all very nice colors. I was between the red and the purple, and I like to nice. go against the grain. And I think that purple yeah. won't be the most picked color uh, because the switch comes in red, black, and mm. blue. So this is an off-the-cuff purple and and I did but the cool addition that they had here is that uh, maybe you already said it but when you look at the controller it looks nearly identical to the the pro controller x yeah. x y b a all the plus buttons there's a few different modifications here they've swapped the home and plus button and the photo button and the negative button on it mm-hmm. so that's different additionally underneath on the bottom left of the left or right joystick there is a mute button i believe that's what that is uh so you can do it um and they said that there's also 
two programmable buttons on the back and it has interchangeable faceplates. So I'm assuming you could pick up different color faceplates if you really want to. So I'm interested to see the difference between this puppy, the pro controller that I, it took me a while to get, uh, and this one, but you know, PDP is good. It's a very nice one. And maybe finally my voice chat will work. Cause we all know that that would be nice. Doesn't work. Like I, my, my top port, the, the headphone port audio works. Mike does not. So Ugh. I, I'm excited to try this. I, I will say I love my Nintendo pro controller. I think it's extremely comfortable. It feels very nice. Uh, so my only complaint is that this wasn't built into the pro controller mm -hmm. and Nintendo seems to not want to make that, which I would definitely upgrade if I had the option. So this is going to be the next best thing and hopefully it feels as nice. Now, another thing Nintendo is licensed, which I think is silly. Um, if you are in the market for a new S micro SD card for your switch, there are now Nintendo licensed SanDisk micro SD cards for your buying pleasure. You can get it in 128, which has toad on it or mushroom. Anyway, uh, it has a 64, which has a little Zelda Triforce icon thing. And then a 256, which has like the invincible star from Mario. Um, these are overpriced and I would not buy them, to be honest with you. I think the the SD card, the 256, which would probably be the next one I'm in the market for, is about $20 more because it's yellow and has a star on it. It does look really cool, though. Um. <laughs> it does look cool, but I don't know if I want to pay more for that. I don't think there I do. But if if you need yeah. it, there you go. They, I, they I, are now offered. And I will say that this one, I believe, is a so it's micro SDs from Sandisk and XCU one, which is just a baseline. Me and my buddy Jesse, we did class comparisons between a U one and a U three uh, read and write speeds, and mm -hmm. they're pretty much identical. So in in general, I'm not sure what they're optimizing for here. I think it's a U one chip uh, it says uh up to 100 meg read speeds and 90 write speeds this seems on par with other cards and i just bought a 128 i think it was 15 dollars compared to this 30 dollar one but it does have a mushroom on it and it's red you know and the it reason says switch <laughs> yes the reason they do this though is because moms and dads go yes. into the video game store and they're like i need to buy something and this gives GameStop, Target, and the other ones, oh, here's your card. It's from Nintendo, and you're going to buy it. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, 30 bucks, that's not too bad, right? You know, if it was $100, it, it could be a lot higher price, but it, it's not terrible. It could. It's not terrible, but we wanted to mention it because it's it's overpriced, but it does exist. If you're somebody that needs a Nintendo on it, it needs to say Nintendo, it needs to be Nintendo-themed, yeah. it's out there now, and that's great. But just be aware that when you are buying it, you can buy the exact card for the exact size at a, at a much lower price. Now, they did mess up, though, because the Triforce Zelda one is on the 64, not the 256 or 512 if they ever make one, because mm -hmm. that's the one I would want to buy because it's Zelda. Yeah, I know. The one I want is the one of the, the crappiest size card fit an eighth of a game on there come on <laughs> you can't even fit zelda on that thing <laughs> uh, okay let's get into some cool things here 
Uh, some updates, uh, some cool news. It was so cool that Heather sent me the article, funnily enough. Uh, mm-hmm. She never sends me Nintendo articles, but from uh, so there's two things happening in the world of uh, Pokemon and Nintendo, just put Nintendo shirts. So the first thing is the Pokemon shirts pop-up shop opened in Japan. Uh, we uh, mentioned this because these are all those fancy sort of button down, really nice. Really, like I want these Very shirts nice. of all the original Pokemon. And if you're in Japan, uh, you can read the article and it's beautiful. It's like an art display. Uh, as you scroll through this article, they have the prints and the Pokemon plushies, like who they match up with. And you have all the shirts that are on display. Very, very cool. I wish I was in Japan right now. Please, Nintendo, put this on tour and make it a pop-up all over the world. We des- demand, we demand, we need, we crave shirts. Mm. But there are ways that you can actually get shirts because Nintendo has partnered with Uniqlo. They already have a bunch of really cool Nintendo shirts at Uniqlo. You can go to any Uniqlo. It's a, it's a clothing store. They have the 24 uh, Pokemon designs, including the uh, debatable uh, winner of the competition that had already sold the thing from the thing and it's been pirated. So who knows if that's going to happen? But there are 24 really awesome Pokemon shirts coming uh, to Uniqlo. They say that maybe they're only in Japan, but if there's anything that I know about Uniqlo it will probably roll these out across the U.S. And they're really cool designs. There's like a Pikachu on a on an ice cream mm-hmm. pop. Yeah, it's kind of melting a little bit. That's really cool. There's a rad. I like even just the one with like just the simple Pokeball, like just on a white T-shirt, real clean, real simple. It has like a nice little tag on the side, like a little hanging tag on the side, which I like those little subtle details. But um yeah, there. Some of them are very, very nice. Yeah, I'm into them. So, anyways, that's my, uh, that's my my shirt update. And the biggest news of the week, we kept it to the last. That there's a brand new Nintendo Switch killer out there, Michael. <laughs> yeah, there is. I'm I'm excited to chat about it. Now you know Panic. I do. Not Panic. I'm a fan. Not Panic Button, but Panic. Hmm. Uh, people don't know who Panic are. They're a game developer and app developer. They are best known for Firewatch mm-hmm. on the Nintendo Switch and other consoles. Which is fantastic. Yeah, highest recommendation from Michael. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Five stars. That's I don't know. We don't do stars, but five stars. <laughs> uh, they decided that they're going to get into the hardware business, and they are launching a brand new portable game system. It's hard to call it a system, but a new portable game device mm. called the Playdate, which is a fun name it's fun it's funny it's a beautiful uh yellow device and i love yellow it's one of my favorite colors the cool thing about this is that it has a stunning 400 by 240 low power black and white lcd display it's uh, from what i under have read it is one of the highest beautiful most resolution black and white displays ever produced and the unique part here is that it will launch with one game, Michael. And then over the next 12 weeks, I think it's, they said 12 weeks or 12 months. I have to reread the article, but different reports coming in. Uh, you will get a new surprise game. And these are being created by legendary developers uh, out there in the community. The system has two buttons and a directional pad, A and B but also has this rotation crank 
not to power the device, Michael. That's what you would think. Maybe. No. no. Maybe no, it is. We don't know. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It is a game. You have to jumpstart no. the thing to get it going. <laughs> it, it, is, it is a game mechanic. So developers can opt into that. It's a kind of a cool mechanic. Uh, yeah. And then it's going to come out next year, 20, 2020, early 2020. Uh, it's going to cost $150. And I've already put my name into pre-ordered immediately because I want all of it. Michael cool. hates me. <laughs> you know what? Okay, so here's the the good things I will say about it. I think, and this is only based on photos. It could all be plastic and junk. I don't know. It looks like it's a quality, a, a really well made. It looks like it's metal mm-hmm. from the photos. Uh, it's probably not, but it looks like it's metal. It's got these like sort of rivets kind of holding it together in the edges. It does have this this crank. It looks really well designed i like the design of it for the most part um this would not fit in my hand at all this would be extremely uncomfortable for me to play because i'm if you look at the photo of the person holding it Mm -hmm. their her her thumb his thumb i don't know their thumb like i would have to hold it like this you know like i I don't know how Mm -hmm. i would play this game my fingers won't be able to hold it so that's a problem this overall, you pay $150 for the the promise of 12. This is the embodiment of a loot box, essentially. You're paying money for something you don't know what you're getting, mm-hmm. and it's a gamble that you're gonna have anything good. I I like the novelty of it. I think it looks cute. Uh, I would not buy it personally because I don't want it. I don't, I don't, I don't know. It just isn't for me. Yeah, so, um, I'm, I love things like, you know, I'm a Kickstarter. You love I things. Love, yeah. You like I love buying things. Uh, and I'm, I'm into this type of stuff. I love the little things. I'll probably never play it, but I'm into it. So it'll be cute on a shelf in a yes. year when it's no longer supported. That is correct. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but who knows? Hopefully, Hopefully the games are amazing. It comes out in a bunch of colors. You get maybe the next one's got two cranks. Yeah, two, I don't know. I got two <laughs> cranks. All right. Well, let's get on to um, everyone's favorite part. Microsoft's Fortnite Lulama supply drop update. Wow, 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 wow. So this this week we've got some more disappointing news. Actually, the last week we mentioned this this. Uh, John Wick, awesome, yeah. epic uh, event that was happening. This week, we've got the Fortnite X or Fortnite 10 Jordan Downtown Drop LTM. And this was trash. I will just say it right off the bat. It apparently was a, um, like, I guess, I don't know if Team Jordan or somebody made this and it's using the in-game like creative mm-hmm. yep. and you're racing around collecting coins and cr- collecting some random stuff. It is so broken and janky and difficult to, to play. There's no fun involved. There's challenges kind of. You're looking for – you're either collecting the coins or you're, you're spray painting the ground and whoever has the most spray paint – you know, wins the race apparently, but you're also the way it's built. You're kind of like on ice. Mm. So you can't really get speed. You can't really steer. You're just kind of bouncing around off of stuff. I will say, and and believe me, I I'm typically very much in favor of everything that's on the game. This was, I hated it. I hated it. I played it once. I, I swore that it was garbage and 
I didn't go back to it again. Yeah. One time. Yeah. That's basically my life with it. And it was a uh it was a collaboration with the community, with with gamers that were creating this mode in the creative. Yeah, it, it is uh it's terrible. I mean, maybe it's a switch problem. I, I really would like to boot it up on on uh the PC and see if that's different. But I will say I it was confusing and I did get some achievements, oh. but I was like I hate all of this. Skip. I got my skateboard for my backpack. Very, very cool. Um, but I will never play that again. I, I don't like the creative stuff anyway. I don't go to the block in the game most of the time. I think a lot of it's creative and cool looking. And, and the block is a little bit different than going to like the creative out like yeah. islands that they have. But in general, I just don't. It's just not good. Um, it's not my bag. Sorry, Fortnite. This one is not for me. This one was a. You drop the ball on this one, you know, thumbs down, but that gets us to best sellers. So every week we do a quick rundown of the top 10 games on the eShop and physical and kicking it off Minecraft in the number one spot with 33% off. It drove it right to the top and the number two spot Cuphead followed by Castlevania Anniversary Collection and four it's Shovel Knight Treasure Trove followed by Super Mario Maker 2, the pre-order, Resident Evil 4, Dead Cells, Draw a Stickman Epic 2, Mario and Rabbids in the nice spot, back out of nowhere, and then rounding it out in the top 10 is Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. Holy smokes, these things jumped out of nowhere. It must have been a a game sale of something. It it had to be the sale. Well, they did have the uh, go digital sale, so this could be a lot of like European market could have drove these up. I don't know if what we see is like impacted by that or not, but that could be why these are all driving up. Um, In addition to the top 10, we like to give a shout out to the new games on the list that maybe didn't hit that top 10 mark, but they made the top 30. And this week we have one and it's Sonic Team Racing in the 21st spot. Nice. I I said it was supposed to be pretty good. So it it jumped up, didn't make top 10, but good for Sonic. At least Sonic did something good this year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, there were some sneaker releases last week before we get into the new releases this week. The reason Dead Cells jumped up, it is is on sale, but they released the Rise of the Giant DLC. So if you have Dead Cells, I'm pretty sure you just get it for free. I think it's free DLC because there's a pack called Dead Cells plus Rise of the Giant, which is $20. And the game itself is also $20. So I think it's free DLC. I need to confirm that. Um, but another game from our friends over at uh, High Res Studios, the makers of Paladins, which I was addicted to um, mm. for a while, they've released and announced Realm Royale, which is uh, it's a battle royale game where 99, 99 people jump and leap out of the sky, Michael. And then I've they never be- heard of this. <laughs> it's, it's brand new. It's a new. It's a new craze. All the kids are talking about it. Uh, and then it, it's with all the different called paladin style graphics, and there's different weapons. Blah 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 uh, about it. They uh, will be a free version, but just like paladins, there is a founders pack. This is fifteen dollars. You get a bunch of the characters, all the things. My assumption, based on that, there's DLC in the game, is that it will be very much as a pay to win compared to pay to play. Um, not even pay to play, free to play plus cosmetics like Fortnite. Mm. That's my only assumption that I can tell. 
from it, uh, looking at it in general. So it does have a sort of not the best reviews in general. There's been some you know play from it. I will download it for free and give it a play. Oh, but heck it, yeah. if it is similar to the pay to win on power, the pay it's not even so much. I didn't mind paladins. Okay. I liked paladins a lot. It really spoke to me uh, and made me want overwatch, which had a similar concept. Now, the problem that I had was after a few weeks uh, of playing or maybe even a week or two, it just felt like the biggest grind in the entire world. Like you couldn't really get, get stuff. Yeah. And you started playing and you're like, I, I can't do it. You know what I mean? Uh, so anyways, yeah, they, they said in the future it will be free to play uh, in general. There is cross play. So you can cross play with Xbox One and PC uh, immediately. Um, so you can talk about it and you have to set up an account. But like I said, you get a bunch of founder stuff. You get immediate access, Adventurer's Mound, Adventure Chicken, Adventure Avatar, some sprays, some stuff, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I just wanted it to be free, you know, just give it yeah. to me. <clears throat> and for me, I, I mean, I love... I'll try anything, you know, especially if you give me a beta or, or, uh, you know, just a, a demo or anything like that. And, and I Paladins was, was good. It's just, like you said, it got to the point where I'm not get I don't get anything. Like Mm -hmm. I granted, granted, I'm not paying for the battle pass or anything like that, but they were so, they didn't want you to have anything without paying. And I, I I mean, I want to give me a taste of the game and I'll throw you some money, which I'm guessing this is probably going to be a lot of the same thing, but I'll still try it out. I, mm-hmm. it's going to have to really do a number to, you know, to get us away from, from what Fortnite is churning out all the time. If that's your jam, if you like battle Royales anyway, but I'll try it. Why not? Yes. All right. So I want to also make an update here that, that yes, there is cross play and cross progression in general, like on the website, it talks about cross progression, but I did double check on high res studios. They say that smite paladins and realm Royale are live with cross play and cross progression between PC, Xbox and switch. Anyways. So cool. There you have it. Um, and, and now we usually get into the new releases that you can pick up this this week in the store, but Michael and I decided before the podcast that we're not going to break down retail versus digital anymore. We're just going to talk about the game releases because the Nintendo website, the GameStop website, the Amazon website are all different and nobody ever knows if things are coming out digitally or physically. You got to figure it out in yeah. general. You'd it imagine- seems like digital they got. Yeah. Physical, we we try to give the date and then all of a sudden it, it's just not there. It's not available or it says you know, sometime this year. And it's kind of just like, all right, instead of us giving you the wrong information over and over, yeah. we're going to give you what we know is a concrete release. Now it may be digital. So if you're a collector, sorry, yeah. but at least we know these have real dates. And for the most part, it sticks to them. Yes. All right. We'll break it down for us. Yeah. So kicking it off May 27th, we have monkey business for $10 followed by little friends, dog and Cats for $50. On the 28th, we have Lapis Labyrinth or Lapis X Labyrinth or Lapis and Labyrinth. I have no clue for $30. And then Among the Sleep Enhanced Edition for $25. Followed by Chime Sharp for $10. 
Crystal Crisis for $20, Battle Worlds Chronos for $30, Go Fishing 3D for $15, Brothers and a Tale of Two Sons for $15, but it's currently on sale for $13.50. On May 29th, we have TerraTech for $25 on sale for a whopping $23.50, followed by Vectronom for $10, and Happy Words for $10. On the 30th, we have Super Cane Magic Zero for $25, currently on sale for $22.50, followed by Ages of Mages, The Last Keeper for $12, Enercute for $15, 30 in 1 Game Collection for $15, Ragtag Adventures for $10, Gato Robato $8 on sale for $6.80, Dinobomb for $6, and then on the 31st, we have Pixark for $40, Moen and Throwin for $15, oh Super Arcade Soccer for $7, but it's on sale for $4.90, Golem Gates for $25, Crypt of the Serpent King for $3, Warlock's Tower for 5 and Watermelon Party for Good $5. God. Good God. So let's go back up. I see a couple check marks here. Uh, what what do you like? What's standing out to you? You would think I'd be into the monkey business or I, I would. Or Little Friends Dog and Cats, which catch which is, you know, essentially Nintendo dogs. Looks cute. If you got kids, that might be good. It's 50 bucks, but you get dogs and cats. Bonus. Yeah. If you like Nintendo dogs, it's almost exactly Nintendo dogs. <laughs> yeah, they're like, well, I see what Nintendo did there. Let's yeah. just make that. <laughs> yeah, let's make that game. Let me go through the ones that only I put a check on really quick. So I put one on Chime Sharp. I do like music games. This is a sequel to Chime uh, from 2009, and Chime Sharp is this sort of Tetris slash luminous type of music game it looks very cool it's set to synthesizer pretty fast pace if you're into music that seems cool crystal crisis also looks like a game right up my alley this is from our good friends over at nicalis which i can never pronounce correctly so they do like um uh, binding of isaac cave story astro boy they, they've done a bunch of these games and it is sort of a what would you like a puzzle a puzzle quest not puzzle quest but a puzzle league style game where you're battling back and forth against each other you're Looks kind pretty of playing cool. like tetris or something like that and that yeah. is fighting the other the, like it's a fighting game mixed with a puzzle game and the the doing solving the puzzle is your battle apparently and it looks cool I, i'm into it it's, it's 20 bucks up to four players online sports save data cloud that's cool so there's that um that one looks nice if you're into that uh and then the other one that i checked was brothers a tale of two sons i watched the trailer i was pretty impressed it's an award-winning game now coming to switch from the visionary swedish film director josef fares which i don't know what uh, josef fares did but he's visionary according to the description so there's that um Oh, did a bunch of films that did not come over in the States because it is from Sweden uh, in general. But this game follow is an adventure game, just straight up adventure game. Here's an exclusive co-op, local co-op mode for the Nintendo Switch. You're playing as two brothers. It's a very visually uh, pleasing game. And so there's going to be challenges, you know, puzzles, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it's set sort of in a, uh, looks like Lord of the Rings-esque 
you know, fairy tale journey type of thing looks, looks quite good. Uh, in general, it's only 15 bucks. If you're into adventure games, that would be the one. And then the other one I put before we get to the ones that we put together, the ones that you put, uh, Anarchute. uh, this game, uh, looks pretty funny. So this game is all about anarchy, uh, but with super cute critters. So, <laughs> uh, so the, the entire thing is that there's an evil corporation that's trying to take over major cities and brainwash the, you know, take over the media and brainwash the police and the citizens and you act and you come out and you're the brainwashed patrol and you're these cute like bunnies and dogs and cats and you rally other cute critters and you anarchy and you take down the man, you know, uh, it's great. I mean, it's pretty, pretty cool. I don't know. It's all about being super cute. It's the most super cute anarchy game ever created. So there you go. <laughs> I like it. Well, we had a lot of the similar. The only game that I have that you do not have is Happy Words. Mm. Now, this is typically $10. It's on sale right now for $7. Basically, it's Scrabble or Words with Friends or any game similar to that. Yeah. Um, does You do have online with friends and random opponents. I, I don't know. I kind of like games like this one to four players, you know, it, this could be very good. I don't, I'm, I'm kind of hoping there's a demo to try it because mm. I'm assuming it's all touch screen, right? I, I don't know, but it, from, from the stills, from the trailer, it looks well made. It doesn't look janky. It looks like it could play really nice. And I like Scrabble games. I'm terrible, but I like them. So this might be something I pick up. I mean, seven dollars. That's getting into it. I do think this is going to be one of those like 75, 80 percent off games in a matter of time. So I'm just kind of I gave it one check. It's on the wish list. When it drops down to a couple bucks, I'm going to snatch this one up. But happy words. I mean, why not Scrabble? Yeah. Learn, learning, play and switch. Yeah. The other one that we both checked was Battle Worlds Chronos. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a grid typed turn-based strategy game hexagonal uh it's a space type of game it looks very much like a real-time strategy like command and conquer type of game uh we're taking over the the trailer was pretty good uh it has new touch screens it seems like it's super optimized uh for the nintendo switch uh it does not have online play it says four players so it's kind of a bummer but I don't see too many of these sort of turn-based strategy games in a hexagonal hexagonal form. Uh, So anyways, it looks pretty cool. That's all. Yeah, I like games like that. I like strategy stuff. The more that we can get that on the Switch, the more I'll probably play it. I don't love the look of this one either. Like, I Mm. just, it looks, I I don't know. It looks pretty good, but um, I'm excited to try it and we'll see. Again, it needs to go on sale. Another one that we both checked, Pixark. This looks really, really good. I, I've heard about this. I've been following along with this for a little bit. And it's basically like a Minecraft-esque version of Ark. So if you are familiar with any of those games, you can create all kinds of... Um, like you have creatures you can tame and you're building and trying to survive and going along the game that way. But it's in a Minecraft look to it. So it kind of looks nice. $40. I don't know if I like it that much. I'm not really sure, but it, it looks good. It's got 64 players online. That's kind of cool. I mean, that's 
that's <laughs> I'd play that. That seems cool. I don't know what it is. It seems cool. I'll play on. I'll play four sixty four players online. Yeah, it seems rad. I mean, the, the I, trailer's good. So I mean, at least with Ark, I believe when I played that, you can run around and you could actually like battle other players. So mm-hmm. you're trying to build shelters and protect yourself not only from the environment but from other players. I believe Pixar is very similar to that. Those same mechanics. So you and I are playing. Maybe we're in the same realm together. We're building, working together. You're harvesting some some crops so we can build a, a thatch roof or something mm-hmm. for our hut. And then some, you know, Rustica comes running and knocks down all of our our fortress and steals our crap i don't know if that's the same as this as arc but i'd be down for that 64 players that's cool that's cool uh two more that we got here the other one that we did only because it has new pajamas is among the sleep enhanced edition Uh, i'm not really into too many horror games nowadays Mm. this is sort of an action first person horror game if you will you play as a toddler uh who's living like in a horror dark distorted house and you got to get out it looks scary the teddy bear which is like your friend is talking to you which is also weird and creepy but somehow that's okay um the teddy bear almost looks scarier than everything else in the game it's it's very creepy like a very creepy game i just want to call it out because it looks like a a creepy one so if you're it borders on you know what i got the i got the very i got a little nightmares vibe mm. off of this so it's kind of creepy and atmospheric hopefully good i don't know but i i'm i'm intrigued and like intrigued i'm interested in this this is something like you know when this is $25 right now but around halloween time when the price drops a little bit this would be one of those things i want to play to get in the mood for the the season now i think the big one for us <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you I'll let you talk about this craziness. So we we both check Lapis and Labyrinth. Go explain this game. <laughs> we didn't know what it was because we saw a few photos and the Nintendo, the literally Nintendo website. It's like one sentence about it. But this game, the unique aspect of it is that you have like eight different characters. You build a team and you stack them on top of each other, like on their shoulders. And you can rotate between them. But then as Michael and I were looking at the screenshots, we're like, I don't know what's getting, what's happening. There's 28 gauges uh, going on. There's five different, seven, eight different counters going on on the screen. And then it sort of looks like a bunch of just random chaos in general. And then we found a Kotaku article, uh, which from Mike uh, Fahey, uh, who who I love. And... (laughs) There was like this screenshot that was like, there's so much chaos. Who knows what's happening? He's like, here's the beginning of of the of the game entering a dungeon. And four seconds later, and like the screen is just filled with chaos. It's just <laughs> don't even bother doing anything. Who knows what's happening? And that intrigued me to say, I think I want this game. It To me, this looks like it could be. And, and when we first, first started talking about it, there looks like there's some RPG elements. There's a lot of charts and you're, it looks like you're, you're maybe equipping some of your characters with weapons so that they, they can do stuff. But there's so much on the screen. It's very hard to tell if any of that is actually true. And when, yeah. when you see there's, there's rubies and there's coins and there's numbers, random, obscure numbers for no reason every character seems to have some sort of graph or bar or like data that you're trying to take in and it's all colorful and it's all bright and it just looks crazy it looks like a crazy you know we talked about arcades before it looks like a crazy arcade 
type game. And I, I, I kind of feel like this is something that we, we have to play because of it's just, it's just, it could be a total disaster or amazing. It's so hard to tell. It's, it's so hard to tell, but and, you know, so far the early kind of previews of people playing have come in. seems pretty close from Nice America, uh, yeah. which has published a lot of good stuff, good developers on it. So that seems cool. Oh, that's it. That's the games. That's our games. Yeah. So games. that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in this show. What you playing? So I did go on holiday this last weekend, so I didn't put too much time in besides Mario Kart Tour. I've already talked all about it. I'm going to go play it some more tonight and get through the beta uh, and give some feedback. So you can give feedback right away. But again, the game is pretty good. And I just reconfirmed uh, the NDA policy and everything we talked about is fair game. So that's good. Uh, <laughs> uh, then, of course, I played some Fortnite. I went through. We talked about it. We tr- I tried this new Jumpman, terrible mode, uh, horrific, just the worst thing that's ever happened to Fortnite, probably ever. Yeah, uh, it's not good. Not good. I, I continue to play the John Wick mode after last week's podcast. Again, one of my favorite modes that I've ever played in the entire game. Super duper good. And then I just started going through some challenges. So I finished week one, week two, cleared them out um, almost through week three, like halfway through or so. Uh, Just kind of playing real casual, just kind of jumping in, getting killed a lot, having fun. Yeah, Um, that's it. Just did the dailies. What mode do you find that you play typically? So I like to play solo. Hmm. Because I don't like other people. I will say, I mean, for me, you will find it easier to play on the team rumble because even though it's a squad, it's solo. You don't have to play as a team. True. Um, And you will most likely get more kills the way you need to. So say your dailies a lot of the time pop up and say you need two pistol kills. Team Rumble, you get that no problem. One True. game. So I find I used to play solo pretty much exclusively. And now I play Team Rumble almost exclusively because mm-hmm. I love it's a faster paced game where when I play solo, I'm more about the kind of like stalking and like building up and getting my weapons and play the like the long game so that it's me and maybe three other people and I can try to take somebody out and take the win. Whereas rumble, I just come bombing in guns blazing and I just don't, who cares? Right? Like you just don't care. So it it depends on my mood. I like to play with you. That's my favorite mode is playing with you. Now you can't hear me. (laughs) I can't hear me, but that that's my favorite mode is playing Fortnite with Michael. But Here's my problem with Team Rumble. It takes too long. It's just too long of a game. I don't. It's too long. They, it's long. Them bumping it up to 150 has made it longer. And, yeah. you know, OK, so here's the thing. And I know this. Although we do talk about Fortnite a lot and it's it could be annoying to people. But for us, I would love to see them getting it to where you can make custom matches that people can jump into where maybe you can make your own timelines on things like maybe it's back to 25 do 25 kills and it's just a crazy and you control the size of the map like give the players some customization so that they can say i want these weapons and that's it i want this part of the map and everything else is storm like that would start getting into a whole nother level of battle royale and now you're i think that would get people excited as well if you had some more control 
over what people could play. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and the and elements I are there. The elements are there. And I agree with you. When I play Fortnite solo, I'm only doing the challenges or like land in this thing and yeah. try to go to that thing. Once you got to get, I mean, maybe you'll get a kill or two with a shotgun or whatever. But once you're like attack someone with five different weapons in a game, you can't <laughs> yeah, do it. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Gonna happen. Uh, so then I will play Team Rumble for that. Or you know what I really enjoy is I love when there's a daily challenge or a, a weekly challenge. It's like kill five people with a rocket. And yeah. then there's like rocket rumble or whatever. Yeah, yeah let's do this. I right? love when they do that. So. Like do get two sniper kills and they do the sniper jump in thing. And yes. I, I, I like the modes. Those are my favorite. Just keep churning out cool, weird. If you're not going to let us make our own, keep giving us modes to, to try and play. And yeah. I think that's, pushing this into another the battle royale last man standing who gives a crap i want to play these fun weird games you're collecting stuff and in the meantime somebody else is trying to collect it so you got to shoot them down and that's the good stuff that's like the crazy stuff that happens i agree i agree We did it. Anything else? Are you just playing Fortnite? And any other thing else? For me, I, it's it's all the games I've already been playing. So we've been playing Fortnite. I did a little bit more time. I my time at Porsche. I did a little bit more of the Blazing Beaks. Um, a little more Heist. I know you bought it. I, I don't think you you gave it a shot yet. But I've been doing a little bit more of the Steam World mm-hmm. Heist. But it's all it's all the usual suspects. So nothing new, nothing exciting. So just just playing, you know, games. The games. I like it. Yeah, that's going to be this week going forward is Ooh, I'm excited. Just play some games, right? Just play the games that I already bought. Stop buying stuff. Mm, I know. Uh, I'll see a deal. I'm just like, oh, you know, I might buy this. I'll, I'll get around to it eventually. I'm never going to get around to it. I got so never. many games, but sometimes the deal is you got to you can't got to jump. I'm waiting for Dead Cells to hit like 15 bucks. I'm gonna psh, buy it. I'm never going to play it. I'm just going <laughs> just so. get it. Well, you know, Storm, Storm World Highs, I got it like seven dollars. I'll buy it. Yeah, it's a great deal. So uh but yeah this week though i'll be back i'll, I'll stream some i think i'm gonna get back on the blazing beaks nice. maybe i'll get the founders pack of the stupid realm royale just because why not i mm-hmm. don't know i don't know maybe I, no don't give them the money that's what i'm gonna don't give them the money don't do it not gonna happen. all right well let us know what you're playing we would love to, to 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 hop on and if you're also sick of us talking about fortnite we can just not talk about fortnite too let <laughs> us know go to go to nintendodispatch.com Click on that contact button or tweet at us at Dispatch Podcast or leave a review. Now, make sure it's a five-star review, but then in a comment, say, like, great podcast. Talk about Fortnite a little bit much. But, you know, five stars. It's still five stars. Yeah, still don't five know. stars. Yeah, don't be that, like, four-star, like, a great podcast, amazing, like, a little bit less Fortnite talk. Like, you can just email us. Let us know. We'll listen in. We're here for you. All right. All right, buddy. We'll have a phenomenal uh, week. Uh, and to all of our listeners, thanks for hanging in for one hour and 15 minutes of Nintendo Dispatch Glory. That's going to do it for this week. Like I said, follow, subscribe, do all the things. Thank you so much. This has been your Nintendo Dispatch.